Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, which can mean only one thing. It is the Online Darts Live Lounge with me, Phil Bath, Jack Gobby Garwood, and Lee Boyce. Gentlemen, good evening. What an absolute belter of a show we've got lined up, and I cannot wait. How are you two? Hi, darling. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I've got YouTube open in the corner just in case anything. So I can see what. And I've only just seen Lee's dancing because I was too busy tweeting that we'd gone live. Mate, what is that? <laughs> what, are the, what are those oh. little fingers doing a jig? <laughs> enjoying the music, mate. Just enjoying the music. It's what we do. It's, it's a banging intro. We... I can't deny that. But, mate, come on. <laughs> got an absolute belter of a show lined up. Plenty going on. But before we dive into all the action, make sure you give us a thumbs up. As always, guys, plenty of you in, so thumbs up are important. And, of course, make sure you subscribe as well. All the usual suspects in, nice and early. Max, Missy, G Adventures, how are we all doing? Let's scroll down through. Teresa is in. Stuart, how are we doing? Um, Aiden, how come along? Um, Daniel, Jonathan, Lendl is in. How are we all doing? Andrew, as always. Brad, uh, Declan, Seldor, Matthew, loads of you in. It's all good stuff, and it's been a bumper week. Not PDC, though, but that's why we cover all darts, not just here for the 128 covering all things darts, boys. And darts is at that stage now when just because the PDC isn't on, the calendar still doesn't go quiet, does it? Not at all, mate. Not at all. It is... Firmly heading in the right direction. All right, we, we spoke last week about how some events are being cancelled. You're looking at some of the WDF tour not going ahead at the minute, but in the next couple of weeks, we've got the well, we've got the JDC to talk about. We've got the live league to talk about. We've got the return. Of, I mean, it's not even on your list, but Super League returns to the UK in the coming weeks. County is back in a couple of weeks. Um, it is all going off right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can- Completely agree. It's just absolutely nuts. But before we get in there, what a weekend for Premier League football, boys. 
That was me worried. Give us have had a decent weekend, didn't we? It's been alright. Yeah, so good, so good to be back. So good to be back, um, fans. Um, yes, mate, that is my towel. I went swimming today, as always on a Monday, and it's there drying because I'm going again tomorrow. So it's like fry over the banister. It will dry there. It's all good. <laughs> um, but come in the chat room, Craig is in as always. Let us know what has been your highlights. Um, yeah, Missy, we'll talk about that shortly as well. Don't worry about that. That is on the list. Um, global ticket sales for events can only be a good thing. That is for sure. Um, but we're going to dive straight in. We'll keep up to date with the chat room as you are going on. Uh, yeah, another one. Went swimming today. That's why the towel was there. Um, Mace is there. And he says, yeah, even amazing. He played Super League on Saturday night. I just have interest, Mace. How did they go? Let us know. Easing himself back Sorry. in ahead of the world. Seniors qualifiers is our Mace. Completely. Um, Ashley is in. So we're going to start with the live league because it was Champions Week. And before we get on to it all, Champions Week didn't disappoint again, did it, gentlemen? Some absolutely astonishing darts standard through the roof. You say it didn't disappoint. It's sort of what we've come to expect now, mate. The, the standard of the live league just keeps on going up. The players are, are playing regularly. They're getting back to playing other events too. Um, there's opportunities coming up for other people to get involved in the live league as well, if, if you're a mad um, member, which I'm sure we'll get onto at some point as well. But the more and more we keep playing this live league, the more and more the standard's going to go up. And all right, we're going to talk about Champions Week in a minute. But actually... The standard today, as we start another phase, the amount of 90-plus averages we've seen today alone has been ridiculous. Yeah, completely. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely unreal. May says he won 4-1. Let's leave it at that. And, yeah, super job today, as always, buddy. Um, so, first of all, we're going to get the Group A table up. Now, this is normally played over three days. However, what a shift these guys put in um, playing the extra fixtures across the two days. And it was Ironman Kevin Burness who topped the table in the end. But most of it, he played some really good stuff. Almost fell over the line as the wizard chased him, Gob. Yeah, look, he pretty much had the job done after Tuesday. He was miles ahead overnight. Had absolutely battered everybody from pillar to post, which was, which was a little bit of a surprise considering the form that the field carried from the Challenge Tour. I'll be completely honest, I expected a few others to do a bit more. Um, but that second day, the, the chasing pack really went after him, Colin Osborne, Martin Thomas in particular. Um, but like I said, he did get over the line in that final game. Deserved over the 15 games, can't argue with that, but he did start to falter a little bit. And actually, those couple of days off probably helped him towards the, the finals night. Yeah, definitely. There's There's one name on there which we'll talk about more later on um but from from there moving on to, to group c and jim williams boys he just carried on his tremendous form from the challenge tour to, to top that group but the story was on the friday when it came down to a shootout between Chaz barstow and richie burnett winner takes all for a place in the final 
Yeah, it was it was a very good standard. Touch upon the start of the week, how the doctor that many dangers across the two days was was very good, and then to push on with what we saw then in Group C um, and the winner takes all game. But Jim Williams was the one. Even at this point, was a uh, I know I'd seen uh, the odd person tip him on Twitter, and I can see him smirking right now um, to do one another good week. Um, but it was there to see from last week. Um, I wouldn't have obviously tipped him because we know what happens as soon as that. But you could see the level of performance that Jim Williams was putting in from the start of that. And a shout out as well, I guess, for the cramming in all them dames early on to Murph, who'd done a great job. How he didn't lose his voice across the last week was to cram all them dames in five days instead of six. And the bumper Tuesday and Wednesday, what he had, uh, as well as then moving to the evenings on Thursday, Friday, must have been very difficult, but he'd done a great job. Um, But yeah. Back to the, the dart itself, Jim Williams was outstanding here and it was uh, not surprising to see Chaz Barstow getting through it as well because we've seen how well Chaz Barstow's performed, not just here, um, but on the, the main tour as well. So, yeah, no real surprises in the names at the top ending group C for me. Yeah, um, Henry says, evening fellas, watching the train back to Portsmouth after the cricket at Lords. Thanks for the much needed pick me up. Our pleasure, my friend. Um, if Jar is watching, up, if Jar's watching, up the hundred. <laughs> um, and then from Group C, all the drama in Group B, and again, very very similar. Mark Webster did all the damage on the Thursday night by going perfect, getting all the points on the board early. Pressure off Gob heading into the Friday night's fixtures. I looked at this table Friday morning and was like, what the bloody hell happened? I'll be honest, I was asleep for <laughs> when some of it's played. I can't sit here and watch darts all day, every day. Um, but to see Webby that comfortably ahead over the rest of the field overnight was was pretty much staggering, especially when you consider uh, Wayne Warren, Colin Osborne, the form that he's been in recently, um, despite being a, a last-minute call-up. Fallon played really, really well over the entire week. Um, and Martin Thomas carried on some very good form from the challenge tour. To see Webby do that much damage on opening night and everybody else pretty much take points off each other, it, it was job done for him, but he couldn't have asked for a better comeback in. And actually, only playing for two nights ahead of finals night for Mark, who hasn't played a lot of darts, but has that top game quality, I think helped him more. If Webby had been dropped into Group A, and hadn't finished top in Group A and had to play his way through the entire week, I'm not being disrespectful, I don't think he would have made it to Saturday night. I just think it would have been a little bit too much for someone who hasn't played a lot of competitive darts in comparison to everybody else in the field. But actually being in the position where he was in, because of where he finished in his group to qualify for Champions Week, I think helped him get there in the end. Yeah, completely. And i tell you what, if only we had a player cam, or you guys could have seen it, for those that obviously didn't watch it all, because it was late into the night, Colin Osborne against Martin Thomas was the second, it was the penultimate game on the Friday. And Fallon was in third spot, but a win for Colin Osborne would have put him through. And to say that this doesn't matter, tell these players that Fallon was pacing up and down the practice room, walking up and down the corridor. I know Mace is watching the corridor where the players marshal and all that's done. She was pacing around. And fair play, Martin Thomas and Colin Osborne served up an absolute blinder, both averaging around 103 in this game. And it went with throw. 
Just what a game of darts late into the night in Group B, boys. Yeah, and we've, we've seen it all week. Quality players in the same room together. Golly. Yeah, no, just what I was about to say. We've seen it all week with the quality of players we've had. It wasn't just on this Friday night. We had it all week with earlier the dames. Um, and it was it was one to see, which didn't include Fallon. We had so many big dames throughout the week. The, the one that comes out was the Fallon Aaron Munt dame early on in the week in the Tumbat, where we've seen so much quality there. But it was just a, a quality standard, and it, it really shown um, a champion's week in true style, I think, from, from Tuesday yeah. onwards. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that Fallon game in a minute, or once we've done this. But in the chat room, I feel a bit like Silla Black. It feels like it's been a bit of blind date going off in here. <laughs> everyone, love is in the air. Welcome along. <laughs> um, then moving on to Champions Week or Champions Final itself. I had to screenshot the spreadsheet. I had to screenshot the spreadsheet. Spread? Yeah. Anyway. Um, but... Coming into this, me and Murph did the preview show Saturday afternoon, and it was genuinely impossible to call this from the six that were on show, Boise, because you can make a case for all of them in this. Yeah. Uh, even looking at it now, you'd, the names that are just in there, um, obviously Jim would spout about how well he's been playing. Fallon's just got better and better the more she's been playing it week on week and looks in a good place for when the uh, ladies tour starts. Um, as Dob touched the one, Webby just playing those couple of days probably helped him instead of playing the whole week. Kevin Benes, we've seen some very good stuff. Probably surprising one there, not to win a game on finals night for me would be Chaz Barstow because of how, how well he's played in every um, event he's played in, whether it be the live lead or any PDC event. So, yeah, there was definitely a taste for all sits of those. I haven't even mentioned Martin Thomas there, who put in a very good performance all week. So, there was a taste for all sits of those to that one. And it, it certainly, the, the quality we saw on Saturday night, it was very good to watch. Yeah, and Webby will be kicking himself. The damage was done in game two when he lost to Jim Williams. And I think he missed five match darts in that. Um, and, and that was the one that really killed him. Um, but there we can see it there. Kevin Burness, Martin Thomas topping group one and Jim Williams, Fallon Sharrock, one and two in there. Moving on to the semi-finals, though, though, boys, there was... We've, got, see, we, we've even got video clips teed up. This, this is how good we're getting. <laughs> this was arguably one of the moments of, of the night, if not... The, the week, and, and for those that haven't seen it, you can see see the score there. The Fallon throw, Gob, is under under pressure at two all in a race to, to four. That's oh, sorry, in a, um, a two one ban in leg four. That's pressure, isn't it? Kevin Maness would fancy a dart at a double from there. Oh, definitely. You're aiming at 12 or 20 or treble 18, pretty likely to set up a, a favorable double. You're probably going to end up on tops or double 16. Vanessa's been playing well enough, and at 3-1 up, you've pretty much got one foot in the final. However, this happens. 142. Sherrick, will she stay there? She does. What a shot this would yeah, be. What a shot that there. is from Fallon. Absolute 
bones, gentlemen. If you could have placed the first dart, I don't think you'd want it anywhere else. That first dart is absolutely perfect. Smack band in the middle of the bed. Sophieton um, worth it with a second. There's no way she was going to move at all. Understandably why someone would an 82, but with that first dart, there was no way that Fallon was going to move. Uh, and as you said, yeah, absolute stones. Yeah, I, I think and that shows. Look how quickly she throws a second out. Her mind was set that she's going to treble twenty, treble twenty, double eleven, no matter what. There's no coming off that die. It was, it was perfect. The only way she's moving is if that's hanging in like that or something stupid. Um, great finish. Got her back in. It effectively turns the game back in her favour, and she gets over the line. Yeah, um, question on streams about the challenge tour. We'll answer that shortly because there is some stuff in the pipeline, mate. Don't worry about that. Hold that thought. We will answer that towards the end when we announce some other plans as well. But Fallon Cherrick would then go on to break the Kevin Benes throw and book a place in the final. And Jim Williams getting over the line against Martin Thomas in the Welsh derby. It's not a spoiler alert because it's been all over social media. But that man there, Jim Williams, went on to be crowned the champion in Champions Week. And across it, showed why he's got to a world final. And maybe, just maybe, this is the springboard that Jim Williams needs to, to push on. Because it was a disappointing Q school for him. Let's not beat around that. The man had that much of ability and didn't produce it. I know... It's a little bit different, but when you're that good, you have to find a way, and, and he didn't this year. But God, what we've seen recently, this could this could be the push that Jim Williams needs. I think so, and the criticism that you could probably have of, of Jim Williams over the last couple of years since he made that world final is that perhaps in those big moments he seems to falter a little bit. Um, Grand Slam performances, not getting through Q school, etc. And even in previous performances in the live la in the live league, he's looked really promising, or he's put together a decent performance, and then he doesn't quite back it up. And this week, he found a level of consistency, gets away with it at one point, admittedly against Mark Webster, but just found an extra level and just kept going and kept going and kept going, produced that consistency, but produced it in the big moments. Yeah, definitely. And Boise, if he can maintain his challenge tour position, he would be so good for the PDC tour. Yeah, and it it puts him in a position as well where hopefully, if he can go on and produce the darts that we've seen over the past few weeks, that he won't then have to go to Q Stall again. And the form he's in at the moment will put him in prime position. And I'm, I would probably assume he's going to be favourite to get that card through his positioning on that tour instead of dubbing for um, Q Staller then. But he's certainly playing well enough to do that. And I think he's one of those, as soon as he's got that card, because he's a player who, if it's not this year or the year after, he's going to get a card at some stage because of the level that um, Jim Williams can play at. He's certainly someone who, once he's got that card, I would expect him to, to be within that top 64 within two years easily enough, um, because he can certainly push on and aim towards that top 32 for me. Yeah, no, massively agree. Congratulations to Jim. Um, use this image. It's quite quite an iconic image now. But some of the things and some of the things we saw 
from Fallon Sherrick over this week. Mace has just put it in the comments as well. The, the 302 in, in six in, in one of her games. Um, she said it in the build-up because obviously we do some little sound bites with, with the players on Saturday. God, this is probably the best that she has played consistently since Ali Pali. Yeah, I think so. But this is the first time that most people have played consistently. Apart from really the top 64, the lack of opportunities for people to play darts over the panel, apart from playing at home, has, has, has been there for everybody to see. And as things start to pick up again, Fallon has been a beneficiary of being in the live league, of playing darts week in, week out, of being there competitively and playing against top quality opponents as well. Yeah. Boise, across the week, we saw that magical 104 average against Aaron Monk, where we saw a lose with, I think, 102. There was multiple 95, 96 averages in and around there. If she can maintain that level, looking forward, she's going to be a huge danger, not just in this, but moving forward in PDC events, WDF events, everything. Yeah, the form that she's got at the moment, going into the ladies' tour that's coming up, she's got to be in the stronger position. Because obviously, Lisa Ashton got the tour tires, so he was playing on the main events. But the amount of darts that Fallon's playing, for me, probably puts her in a stronger position at the moment. And then to go on in the next four or five months, the, the number of tournaments that she's going to be playing in, um, She's certainly going to be down into with some top form and with a massive opportunity to qualify for both the Grand Slam and the World if she puts this level of performance in on the ladies' tour. Yeah, speaking of that ladies' tour, next weekend, the first of the three weekends in Niederhausen comes up. But obviously, we're not sure if Makuru can or will travel from Japan. She missed out last time. But from what we've seen right now, can you see anyone stopping Fallon and Lisa taking the world and the grand and, and the Grand Slam spots across the six events gob? No, but this time last year we couldn't and Dieter Hedman went in for a massive spanner in the works by producing quality darts for the event. So no, it's, it's professional sport. Anything can happen. We, we've seen that before. Yes, they are the two informed players that have played the most frequently at the highest level over the last 12 months. Um, they will go in in a very strong position by doing so, but they have to perform in that environment on that day. We are yet to see Fallon really come through a PDC floor environment event as comfortably as she probably should have done at times. I I agree. However, Dieter did it on one weekend. And as we've said for Q School before, you can get lucky on a weekend and it's your weekend, Lee. But across three individual weekends, can you see a surprise? Because over this format, the cream should always rise. It's going, to be, it's going to be an easier question to answer in a week's time because there's a, a couple more of the women who are playing on the live lead this week to know where they are. Yeah. And they are probably the names who I would expect to be challenging uh, Lisa and Fallon. 
Um, so it's, it's going to be an easier question to answer in a week's time. At the moment, I can't see anyone surprising over the SITS events. Um, but with the... Is it qualifying for the Grand Slam over the SITS as well? No, the Slam is just the last two. And, and, and for me, that's where we might see the surprise. So the Slam might be where we, we see the surprise. As you've said, someone can have one good weekend and that, that's Slam. However, SITS events, you would expect... Uh, Lisa, Lisa for me, definitely. Fallon, if you can perform to the level we've seen at Tandu on the live lead, as Dobbs alluded to there, we've not seen it over the Lund um, event on the floor in the PDC, but hopefully we will this time because it'd be really good to see her at the slam for me to have her over those three dames of group dames to see if she can push those players in a short format and then obviously grow into the worlds if that's then becomes. But you'd certainly someone, if she does that there, She's someone who could be the first to get through their group the way she's performing yeah. at the moment. Yeah, um, definitely. There's a few in the chat room as well talking about, obviously, um, this. Stuart says, I feel Murph was disrespectful to Lisa on comms. No, I, I, I disagree, man. I thought Murph was was superb. Um, yeah, and for those that don't know, Anastasia Dobromislova and Dita Hedman will be back on the live league this week. Um, so it'll be good to see them. Richie Edhouse in the chat room, as always, mate. Welcome along. Um, May says, I think she has more to come when she gets back playing full-time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's another interesting one as well. Um, Jamie says, if Fallon gets a tour card, she's automatically a Premier League regular. All I'm saying is that tour card bit was almost irrelevant. Hey, Gob. <laughs> yeah. No comment. No <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, brilliant. And Andrew says, I saw a tweet today from Target Japan, which has quoted Makuru saying she's planning to come over for Nienhausen. If that's the case, that's great. Um, absolutely superb because it was a shame that she wasn't here for it last year. So that is superb. Um, where else are we? There was another one as well that I liked that someone... Ah, there it is from Stuart. We saw that covered this last week, mate. It says, um, it's unfair that Lisa was allowed to play on the two tours because she qualified for the world. Yeah, absolutely. We, we said this last year, and this just isn't Lisa in the ladies' tour. This also applies for other players that play on associated tours that still have a tour card. If they qualify for any ranking major through an associated tour, just my opinion, I think you guys agree as well, that that money should not go on your order of merit. Yeah. It's not perfect, but I, I just think there needs to be the, the backdoor opportunities, as I call them, the double chance that players get afforded because of where they're from or or whatever other background, I'm not convinced need to be there once you're a tour card holder. It's the same with being a tour card holder and a, and a development tour player. If you've got a tour card, you're developed. You are developed enough to be one of the top-ranked 128 players in the world. You don't need developing yeah. against 16, 17-year-olds any further. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And the fact that someone could keep their tour card because of that as well, 
just doesn't really sit right because yeah. the other ones didn't okay. have that opportunity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great to have um, Richie Ed in the chat room as always. Um, Stuart, not a problem at all, mate. Don't 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 say sorry for missing us, mate. We'll just always recap stuff. Also, a very interesting week over the weekend over over the pond in Canada. These two gentlemen had an absolute mint weekend. Jeff Smith and Matt Campbell will, will represent Team Canada at the World Cup. I'm going to say it now. These two could be a huge threat in this World Cup. I love watching these two. Absolutely love watching these two. Loved it last year out of nowhere. Um, probably should have beat Belgium, I think it was, last year. Um, really, really impressive. Matt Campbell potentially to be a superstar. Didn't quite get there at Q score this year, but I think once he gets over it, we'll only continue to get better. Um, the only downside to this being the Canadian parent is we don't get any John Norman Jr. on the stage who celebrates hitting three straight 20s <laughs> um, like an absolute madman. <laughs> to be honest, um, Rob, Rob, I played my first throw night game on uh, last week and I celebrated exactly the same. He was being inspiration for it all day. Even with the 26, I did it the video. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look, these two, these two are quality. And, uh, teams will not want to play these guys, especially in the first round when it is just pairs. Because these two get on really well. They, they produced last year. They'd be very, very solid. You do worry a little bit when it gets to singles only that perhaps there's a little bit more quality from the rest of the field elsewhere, especially individual brilliance. If they come up against a Netherlands or um, a Scotland or a Wales or, or something like that, I think pairs only, which we've all been calling for, for a long, long time now um, as an event um, would give these guys a very, very good chance of silverware. I genuinely think they could be that good. Um, but the minute you put them at singles over that format, you just have those odd moments of, individual brilliance that we see from the top guys far too often, which is why they are where they are in the world. Yeah, no, I agree. But we've, we've seen Jeff Smith produce on a stage um, and Matt Campbell has hit big averages on, on the stage. So although the, the top guys, yes, they do it more consistently. Like we've said, on, on one night, I'm really looking forward to seeing Team Canada. But more to the point, that the CDC, the gob that Peter and Anthony have done and the rest of the team with the CDC tour this year under those conditions, just absolutely top draw, guys. Um, I know you, you, you guys watch us sometimes, and if you're watching it on Watchback, absolutely top, top job, on it? Yeah, look, just, just to get yeah. darts events up and running anywhere in the world right now is a massive achievement. The, the PDC have done it, and we've given a massive praise, but they have absolutely massive reserves and coffers and financial muscle should we say the rest of the affiliate tools don't really have that so for people to go out their way to make sure we're getting darts events back on for opportunities like this to exist for players from all around the world to try and get to the pdc event is absolutely massive and the cdc is certainly one of those that is continuing to grow and will just keep producing top players now it has to yeah no i'm i'm with you there before we move on um, someone asked, said, where is Jeff Smith in the race for the World Championships? At the moment, he is going to the Worlds. He is 19th in sight, so he's comfortably inside the 32 at the moment. Now, from there, bearing in mind, before I put this up, 
this is provisional and this isn't set in stone and we are going to have a little bit of a chat about this. <laughs> so with a quick bit of editing, I got it all onto to, to one screen. But as it stands right now, gentlemen, so obviously some of these are confirmed and, and set, but some of them aren't. These are the pairings for the World Cup of Darts. Now, first of all, do we think that the Pro Tour players are done, set, or are they going to hold off and wait until that Euro Tour? Um, but if they leave it that late, it's a little bit... It's a little bit close, isn't it? Because they'd have to go pretty much straight from Budapest to, to Germany. And you might not know if you're in or not. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. But I agree with you. I think they should announce it before. But I really wouldn't be surprised if it's, a, if it's an announcement after Budapest. Um. I'm just looking at how stunned those top seven, eight are. I'm if those seven or eight players there, and counting yeah, at least if those 10, seven, eight I don't play. think will attend. Well, this, this, this is my next question because I said this isn't <laughs> set in stone. Now, as it stands, number one seed will be Scotland. However, however, let's all be honest. No one here and in the chat room thinks Gary Anderson is going to Germany. Are we agreed? On recent form, Gary Anderson does not travel. Yeah, I think the same as well. No. At which point, Question. Peter Wright don't travel because he only wants to go if Gary's going. I was about to say, <laughs> second part, does Peter Wright go if Gary doesn't? No. no. Not a chance. <laughs> Which, Not in that okay. case, the Scotland, Scotland pair probably aren't even seeded because it will be Andy Bolton and John Henderson. Yep. So, correct. the third part of this, if Peter Wright does go, and it is, mm -hmm. I think it's just John Henderson still, maybe, or is it Andy Bolton? I know it's close between those two. I think it's John Henderson still. Henderson Bolton fifty first. It's not close. It's twenty five grand between them. Which is a Euro tour win. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't think even remember there, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but can Peter Wright win the World Cup without Gary Anderson? Yeah, because there's a singles element to it. He has to get through the first round. And then he pretty much guarantees you're playing a pairs game. What what I will say on that, it's it's not just on that though, Dob, it's on the point that you made just around how many others of the top eight seeds, how many of those players are gonna be there as well. So as much as we run about Scotland will drop down if we lose uh, Anderson and he gets replaced by one or one other. Um it's how many of the other seven countries that are in those seeds will lose players as well. Um, I don't think it'll be to the number that Dob says, but I still expect quite a few to drop out. Not from 
the top seeds, but from that entire list right there, I reckon there's 10 players that don't go. Not naming names. I think there's a couple where you can interchange, but I reckon we lose 10 players from the tournament, either due to last-minute travel issues or something like that. We've, we've seen that before with the Philippines. We've seen... Um, uh, not Singapore pre- previously. Oh. We've seen the Philippines have already changed their number two because they've had uh, COVID issues. Um I wouldn't be surprised if someone Sweden haven't announced their second. Um, no idea what the Russians are doing. Spain, Krista Reyes has not played a PDC event for God knows how long. Would not be surprised if he gets replaced. Um, same could be said for Mensor Sulovic. Um, there, there's plenty on that list that you're looking at going, are they going to be there? I'm going to address the elephant in the room. I've got concerns around Wales. <laughs> and I know why. <laughs> Be- well, one, Gezi has been very, very vocal on his Instagram. Um, it's not a secret. He's been very, very vocal that he doesn't... Or- it might have changed, but he was not getting double jabbed. He-, he was very vocal about that on his Instagram story. Now, is that going to be an issue about him travelling? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Massive issue. Especially coming back into the country as well. Because the quarantine exemptions are long gone unless you are double jab. That rule changed today, I believe. But if he's then got isolated for 10 days, what comes the weekend after? I can't remember the calendar off the top of my head. This is where Jar knows absolutely everything. Yeah, and so Buddha's the week before. Then, and we got Pro we'll Tour the week after Budapest as well. When's the World Cup? World Cup ninth to the twelfth. Nordic Dance Masters in Copenhagen. Well, we know he's meant to be there. Well, this this is another issue that is he going to go there? And all of a sudden. Look, everyone's everyone to the week to after, so he's got to travel between three different countries. Look, everyone has the right to do whatever they want in terms of vaccinations, and I wouldn't tell anyone any, any different. However, it then becomes an issue for the PDC when your world champion, your world number one, and one of your poster boys cannot be in events, does it not? We've already had this discussion yeah. about the Premier League and, and the things that surrounded it at that point. Then we're looking at potentially losing Gary Anderson and Peter, right? Michael Van Gogh has been very hit and miss of his travelling. Um, and you look at the other names that don't qualify because they're third or fourth on the list, mainly the players that are English, to be honest. You're looking at players that are missing out from that at a minute. Michael Smith, Rob Cross, although there's still time for them to potentially sneak in. I'm not sure how big the gap is. Um Barney's not there. He's one of your big selling points at the minute as well. He's back on the tour. There's a lot of big or traditionally commercially viable names that just aren't going to be there at the minute or looking like they're in a position where they aren't going to be there. And that is going to become a real issue. And also, to add to that point, PB, you touched upon it about that if Anderson doesn't play, Peter Wright doesn't. If Derwin Price doesn't play, does Johnny Clayton? Yeah, I think so. With the with, Johnny with the events we've got two, three weeks after. 
Yeah, I, I, I think Johnny would go. Um, it's, but it's, it's certainly like, something. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's certainly something for him to think about that he wouldn't have. It wouldn't. It wouldn't even cross his mind. I don't think if Derby Price was going. But if he doesn't, it's certainly something to think about with the amount of data coming up for Johnny Clayton over the next. Someone said in the chat room, if Gezi doesn't go, who replaces him? I think it's Nick Kenny. I think it's Nick Kenny in 76. Do do we agree? Yes, I was just on the stall for Considering Wales is the hotbed of darts, it's a big drop because actually you look at the players that are Welsh that are playing well at the minute. None of them hold a tour card. Richie Burnett, Wayne Warren, Mark Webster, Martin Thomas. Or the other ones like Louis Williams are only just, Louis, just got their card starting off from the bottom. Louis Williams too well, far behind. Uh, May says um, he won't be allowed to travel and he loves a holiday laugh out loud. Plus, he won't have time to get double jab now. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if he's changed his mind recently, but I know going back when we were coming out of lockdown, he was very vocal on his Instagram as as everyone saw um, about it. Um, so that's that's that one. I think the Netherlands, I think, will be Michael and Dirk. I don't think that'll change. Same same with Belgium. Um, Kim's travelled to, to everything. Northern Ireland, the same. Australia the same, Germany the same. I think we've covered all the ones that we think potentially might change. But I have to say, yeah, I like the look of that Russian pair. I'm a, I might be a secret Russia oh. fan in this world, not Boris Kolsov. Big bad Boris. Just, just for Dimitri's walk on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, to be I'm honest. I can't look at those and without wanting to watch the Philippines with uh, Lawrence Lander. So good to watch. I love a lager. I just, it's always, it's been a lager and a Malik Dem for so long now as well. I don't want to deny new players opportunities or that sort of thing, but I am a bit gutted it's not Malik Dem at number two. I just think they work so yeah. well. Malik Dem probably should have beaten Peter Wright the year he went on to be world champion. Yeah. Yeah. But looking as well at the uh, pairings. Jeff Smith and Matt Campbell are certainly ones we were talking about earlier as one of the pairings with two strong players in there. Two very strong players. Look at um, and Mary Tarut had certainly caused some damage in there with the pairings. Uh, Poland as well. And obviously he touched upon Russia. But there's certainly ones in there that are going to cause damage in this. It's going to be very, very interesting. Even more so if we have some of those siege dropouts. Yeah. Again, chat room on absolute fire. You are all absolute stars in there. It's all su- superb. Um, Public says, evening, apologies. Been away for a few weeks. Not a problem, my friends. Glad to have you back. Joe is in. Birdie boy, how are we doing? Remember, only 31 likes, guys. You can do much better than that. You know what you've got to do? Drop a thumbs up in there. Would be amazing. Whilst we're talking about stuff abroad and all that, Still no official announcement, and I'm guessing this might have something to do with it. Copenhagen, the Nordic Masters, the only World Seniors event we're getting this year. We still don't know the lineup. Um, 
yeah, no, well, series. We, we still don't know yeah, the yeah. lineup. Um, no, but it won't be too far away. I, look, I think they'll be trying to sort out the headache that is going to be the World Cup as it is the week before. And once I know more about the players' intentions to travel, then they can start looking at the players' intentions to travel just a week later or if there's going to be restrictions moving players between Jenner and Copenhagen because if they suddenly sit on different restrictions to what it would be coming back into the UK, that's an absolute nightmare too. Yeah, no, I, th- yeah. I think there's also there's two players that we've mentioned um, there who you would expect to be on that list when it's released. In an, um, If it was 24 months though in Anderson and Price, does that then change if they're not travelling or can't travel uh, and all those that are not on effect? So I think they've got to wait for the World Cup to be confirmed in regards to these teams before we'll see that or we'll see a provisional plan. It's four weekends in a row where they're in a where they're out of the country because they go from Hungary. Well, third to the fifth of September is Hungary. Ninth to the twelfth is the World Cup. Seventeenth to eighteenth is Nordic Darts Masters, and then straight to Gibraltar. At some point, one of them countries is going to stop be traveling between the other, and it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Well, I know a few players when they go to Budapest are then going straight to Jenna. They're not coming back. They're they're going. Direct, um, yeah. which will be which will be interesting. Um, someone asked when the World Cup is ninth to the twelfth of September. Yeah, that week that weekend. Here's one. Does Fallon Sherrick retain her place in the Nordic Darts Masters, given what we've seen and the publicity over the last ten days? She was in the original one, and technically, this is just a rollover. Do they keep her in, or do they not? After you, Lee. Uh, they keep her in 100%. I don't see them taking her out at all. She stays in there for me 100%. Possibly the first name down on that sheet. The the other one that I'm going to throw into the mix as well, do they now put Johnny Clayton in there? Because again, when this was announced, he hadn't won the World Cup, the Masters or the Premier League. Possibly. Replace his Derwin Price. No, I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, again, these are rollover events is the the problem. But where they've been rolled over for so long, big players have won big events. If it was an ITV event, I don't think Johnny goes. But the World Cup is on Sky, as was the World Cup last year. Uh, no, hang on. World Series ITV, no, World, isn't it? World, World Series is ITV. World Series is ITV. If it was a Sky event, this is where I'm going to go with it, Johnny's definitely in because he is their Premier League champion. It is one of their big events. They want to be showing that off because it's an ITV event. Not so pushed about showing off the Premier League champion 
if there's a lineup already announced. However, he is their Masters champion on ITV4. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, Reese says, what was the that, original lineup? That... Should let, right, let, let me have a look. Let me go back Great through question. some emails. Oh, I was just going to say, is that, is that the second way the dog's sitting on the fence with an answer? Surely not. Well, behave. Behave. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not predicting the future. I'm giving you, I'm telling you what happens, either or. <laughs> if this happens, then this is the answer. There's logic. Don't you come no, in here and start causing trouble when you're not here next week after two attempts. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw oh. you under the bus. You've waited 48 minutes to say that, haven't you, mate? I know, I've been pretty grounded <laughs> for that, mate. You've done all right. PB, get the price dance up, will you? Then be quite the 10 seconds and you're off Lee, the second word is off. <laughs> Fill in the blank. <laughs> oh. Right, I'm just trying to find the original lineup. Two seconds, guys. While we're there, a few in the chat room. Is Sky Sports showing the seniors tour? It has not been announced which broadcaster will be hosting or showing the seniors tour. But as far as we know, Phil, there is one that is pretty much signed off. I don't know. All I know is they're talking to multiples. I, I genuinely don't know who who is there and who's not. Why does Merv um, King get overlooked? Because he doesn't win enough. I absolutely love Merv King. I think he's an absolute hero. Um, his, his mannerisms are fantastic. He plays darts. Properly, the old school way. Doesn't like any of this jumping around crap. Um, but he hasn't won enough. He hasn't won enough big titles in the PDC. Probably should have won a lot more, been in the finals. That um, Was it the Masters final against James Wade? Yeah. Absolute capitulation. Um, that certainly doesn't help. Stuart is not on quest. <laughs> <laughs> A nice try. Is it the one? Are you still looking? All this fancy computer you've been on about for weeks, Baz, and you can't even get the original Copenhagen lineup. Yeah, but the problem is, is when the original Copenhagen was announced, I worked for a different company, and the email was sent to that one, and then I left. Fair point. Does that mean I've got it? Because I don't get it anymore. I'm not important enough. So let's have a look. <laughs> Nordic. Oh, I have. Van Gerwen, Peter Wright, Gerwin Price, Rob Cross as the world champion. How old is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Rob Cross, Gary Anderson... Nathan Aspinall, Dimitri Vandenberg as the two-time world youth champion, and Fallon Sherrick. 
this, this, this is what I mean. Because it's that, that much of a rollover. With the Nordic and Baltic representatives, Marco Cantelli, Darius Labanauskas, Daniel Larson, Madas Rasma, uh, three Danish representatives and one qualifier. There we go. So on, from that list, would you be saying it would be Rob Cross for Johnny Clayton if there's a change? Or Gary, who doesn't want to travel the yeah. weekend after he yeah. refuses to travel to Germany. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he hasn't got he hasn't yeah, got to worry about Hungary the first weekend because he don't do the Euro tour. Yeah, but there we go. We've um, we've covered that one. Mo- moving on, it was still a busy weekend. Um, a couple of big, mad announcements happened as well. Two huge nights in September, boys, up in Scotland. James Richardson will defend his European title. Now, this caused quite a lot of controversy on Twitter. Um, and also, um, Gary Stone will take on Cameron Menzies. Um, two good games, boys, as, as headline acts. Two very good games. But I bet somehow Cameron Menzies manages to miss it because he has a knack for doing that. There is that. But two two very good games to, to look forward to, as well as the undercard and, and everything like that. Very good game. Look, Thornton's pick. When Thornton lost his tour card, I thought that was pretty much it for it. He was faltering a little bit. He wasn't really performing to level that we used to seeing for Robert Thornton. He produced his odd moment of, of brilliance, um, but wasn't sustaining enough to, to play on the tour consistently. Now, playing in the live league, picking up his form a bit. James Richardson has, has been there pretty much consistently. Um in the live league so far, he's he's been solid. Um, some of the checkouts James Richardson has produced in the live league over the last few weeks has been ridiculous. And the man to have taken out the nine data, um, a really really good matchup for two players that have been in and around our setup, which means it's brilliant for us. Um, Stone v Menzies is a little bit more of an opportunity for both of them to to get about there. Menzies is a player who probably should have pushed on a little bit more, and, and will say that himself. I think, especially after his Grand Slam appearance from the BDO a few years ago um, hasn't contended at the level that he probably should have or, or would have wanted to. Gary Stone's had a very good 18 um, very good 18 months or so. Um, that'll be a nice little battle as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Lendl asked, he said, how do the contenders qualify for these bouts? This was part of the argument on Twitter the other day. Where at, at the moment, they're almost like boxing purse bits, but like we say, long term, pe- people people going on about, oh, it's just about money and like that. And I understand why they're saying that at the moment. But long term, when everything is up and running, and look, let's be fair, we're not far away from that at the moment because there are more and more mad events all the time coming on board and everything like that. So people can earn shots by being top of the rankings and everything like that. So give give this system a year. And I think it changes amateur darts for the better. I, I get at the moment why there is apprehension around it. 
because not everything was up and running when it was launched, boys. But long term, I like it. I don't know about you guys. And I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm saying that I like it. Yeah, and I think yeah. there's a lot of misunderstanding around the format as well. So you you will have a reigning champion, that is James Richardson. He will receive a number of purse bids from players that want to take him on for the European title. Okay? Now, usually that would happen in the bidder's backyard. They would suggest a venue, they would put up a purse, then they're part of the purse bid pays for your streaming costs and your, your mad admin costs and all that sort of thing. Money doesn't grow on trees. These, these guys can't do it for free to start off with, right? That is all part of the bidding process. This one, I think because it's still early days, because the streaming was a new thing last time, they've put both these events in the same venue. It just makes sense to have them all, or up, up in Scotland, sorry. It just makes sense to have them near each other, keep the cost down for what would have to go on top of the purse bid for your streaming, for your equipment, and, and all of that sort of thing. And as this continues to grow, as it continues to get better, as MAD continues to get bigger, people from mainland Europe will be putting bids in for this, and the champion will have to travel to Europe to defend their title and, and play in front of crowds that are very, very supportive of their home player and, and that sort of thing. It, it does have a lot of potential. Yeah, and a couple of yeah. people are, are asking, go on. Go on, Lee. I'll do my bit in a minute. Well, I, I was just, just going to add on to that, that it just needs time. I said, because where we are at the moment and certain restrictions that we've had, we talked about it about the live lead last week about, um, sorry, you talked about it a few weeks ago, about the majority of the players are the, the players that are based in the UK um, and just getting people travelling over. Once we've got everything open back up with the restrictions eased across into Europe, we will see Mad grow. I, I'm fully behind it, and I do think we will see it grow, and the matches we will see grow. But they've got to start somewhere, and I think where they've started and the level we've seen, um, we've seen Jared Paul putting a very good performance in his um, world title win. I think there's those that we just need to give it time, but once it does open up, um, it will push on. And I, I very much think that Mad is a, a big thing for the future of darts um, at this level. Yeah, no. No, I, I completely agree. And just addressing some of the bits in the chat room around this, um, Richie Eddow says, yeah, he agrees. He likes it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Duncan said, could the players who win these events get into the Grand Slam? Long term, yes, I think they, some of the mad champions long term, if they can show sustainability, could get a Grand Slam place from this. Um, but for, the, for those, obviously someone asked, why is it called the European title as well? So the, the whole model was done on the, the boxing um, the, the boxing pyramid, if you will. Because at the moment, if you just turn up to a darts comp and you lose in round one or two, that's it. You don't really know where your level is. But at this level, you could win a title at regional level or even that like local, like local level, like a southern areas title, northern areas title. And then you can think, right, okay, I've done well at this level. Can I, can I progress? And then you can go and challenge for a regional title, a national title, an England title, European title, and, and you move through the ranks like that. So you're always gauging where where you are in the in this system, God. Correct? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, there's, there's a few more questions coming in as well. Who can play in the Mad Matches, non-talk idols? It's basically... Any mad member, it's five pound fee membership for the year, I think, or they may have even changed that. Um, you build yourself up in your region. So in the UK, there are 
12 regions, 12, I think they are. They're all named 12, after 12 certain regions. things. You can earn points by going to uh, mad affiliated opens, playing Super League, playing County under the UK DA banner. That will earn you points as well if you're an affiliate member. That will build up your ranking and you can challenge for your regional title. You can put a purse bid in for any of the other titles that you think you're at that level of. It might not be accepted. That's the thing. You can only pick one person a month, but you can keep going and you keep bidding. And someone's like, why is there no Europeans in this? Well, first of all, Scotland is in Europe. And second of all, this is the title defence that James Richardson opted for. If a yeah, European um... player, say someone like Thibaut Tricot from France, because he's the first one I can remember that doesn't have a tour card, put in a decent bid with a good person and wanted to contend for the European title, then that may well have been accepted. Not just that as well, is the structure that is in place for MAD in Europe now, I know firsthand, is absolutely top class. This is going to go big in Germany because I know the people that are backing this in Germany and running it behind the scenes. The same in Holland. So this will spread. It's over in America now. It's in, Oce- in the oceanic regions as well. This will take off. I'm, I'm convinced of it. And look, it's going to take time. But it will be good. Yeah. And also, the UK did not leave Europe. We left the European Union. We left a governing body or way of making rules. The UK still exists within the continent of Europe. And also some other mad news. Again, good news that Gobbs just spoke about it there for Super League players as well which is great news, gents, that there's places on offer in the Live League for Super League players now as well to win their spot. Just puts a bit more on the early stages of Super League. Get picked for your counties. That's what Super League basically exists for. But this time you put in a very, very good performance. It opens an opportunity for you to play in the Live League as well, depending on what region you're based in and, and that sort of thing. And there's an opportunity for you to be playing in front of the, the audience that we have on YouTube, potential for sponsorship and potential to really kick on. It's not being funny. You take that opportunity, six grand better off at the minute, unless that continues to rise, and you're set for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Go on, boys. Spot on. No, spot on. And there's the opportunities that are there. I know someone's putting there about the different governing bodies and stuff, but the opportunities there for these players at the moment who are not in who have not got a tour card. There's so many opportunities coming up over the next few months um, for these players. And here's another opportunity to qualify to be on TV and earn up to Sitka. Yeah, exactly that. So, all good. Um, Daz says, question for you guys, who will be the first legend in the live league? Uh, it depends what you're classing as legend, mate. Terry Jenkins has already played in it. Would you class him? Yes. Um, one legend, or there's a couple that have turned it down. They have been asked. I'm not going not to name names, but a few have been asked. So the answer is, I don't know, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll see oh, on that one. Daniel is in. Um, how are we all doing? John O'Shea is in as well. Hope you are well, my friend. 
Um, and then from there, PDC also announced as Reece, well whilst we're there. Yeah, you're using Dark Connect. Yeah. Um, two new sponsors for the World Series next year. When, and fingers crossed, we return to Australia. Um, Palmer Bet sponsoring both. Again, good to see that these events have got sponsors, boys. Yeah, yeah look, and and new sponsors as well. And having, having new sponsors for the sport is always good. What was that, Dom? A bit weird to see their bookies, but I guess that's just the UK that we're going to cramp down on it for sponsorship agreements with bookmakers. Yeah. Um Uh, Jonathan, it's a year away, mate. It's a long, long time in the world. Um, Reese says, Terry Jenkins is an icon, not a legend. That's your opinion, mate. Um, people will go otherwise. People have different opinions, what makes it and everything like that. So, uh, and so do you think Kyle Anderson will play in these? No. No. I, I don't. I thought I might be wrong, and Gob, you know him more than me, but I genuinely think he's done with darts. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll see Kyle play professional darts again. Yeah, um, look, what, what he achieved is, is unreal, but he's now enjoying life with his family and, and second child and everything like that, which absolutely fair play to him. Also, over the weekend. Not forgetting it, the JDC was in full flow as well. Um, Pim, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it or butcher your surname. Um, but <laughs> on the foundation tour and Leighton Bennett on the advanced tour, absolutely ripping it up at the moment. It's not really surprising to see these two doing bits. Pim's been absolutely superb in the European version of this. Leighton Bennett has been quality. Uh, I've seen the Team England announcement this week as well, by the way. That is stacked massively. Uh, Leighton Bennett, Luke Littler, uh, Henry Coates, and one other who plays in the Blackburn Youth Academy, but I cannot remember his name, so I'm really sorry, buddy. Um, but that team was going to take some absolute stopping. Yeah, and look, it's just great to see these kids playing again because everyone touched about darts in the amateur game and the, the professional game. But let's not forget the youth as, as well. They've suffered in, in all this as well, Lee. And to see them all back playing again is great. Yeah, and, and the level they're playing at as well. Some of the numbers that they're producing, considering they haven't had competitive darts over such a long period of time. Um, one thing that I mentioned earlier about the PDC, still, not, still being able to run their events. But these events that are not funded as well as the PDC. It's good to see these back up and running. And the players, you can see, have been putting in the errors even when we was in lockdown because the performances they're putting in really do show that. Um, and fair play to the two lads uh, and to the four, as Dob says, who are in the England team because um, they've all performed very, very well over the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Also dropped on our YouTube channel this evening... An interview with this man, man of the moment, he's playing very, very well. We've got a little clip 
for you here after after the live land. Make sure you head over and check it out. Webby talking about recovering from COVID. That's why he missed the match play. And Peter Wright's match play. Yeah, win. apart from a few little glitches against Noppy in the first round, he was the best player. You, you can never argue with it. He dominated. I mean, he, he just dispatched the Michael Van Gogh and Dimitri Vandenberg. It's, it was easy, wasn't it? And you, you, you can't do that unless you're class. I mean, what did he average? 110 over 27 legs. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Uh, he said he's going to win it, and he did it. It's a fair play to him, deserved champion. It was good to see Peter Wright. He had a bit of a blip in the Premier League, but yeah, he'd be buzzing at the minute. And uh, with a lot of money to defend at the end of the year, that's a good victory for him. Win a title and then um, kick on now for the rest of the year. Good to see Wally back listening to him chat. And he's, he's not far wrong either, to be fair. It, it was... He's a man that talks a lot of sense. He's, we haven't seen a lot of players from the last 15, 20 years make the transition into the media. We've seen Webby do it. We've seen Nico do it. But other than that, we've lost a lot of knowledge, experience, talent that are capable of, of doing this transition or that have just left the game completely. And it's really, really refreshing to see <laughs> Webby and Nico be around the game, give their opinions as players that have been involved in the tour as close as possible to its current guys. Dob, I, I, I can't believe you, you, you... Dob, I can't believe you said those two names and not said Mace, who's listening. Certainly missed one but, there. But <laughs> how long ago did Mace play as a pro is the point I'm making. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah, it in yeah, football yeah. as well. Yeah. How... When Soccer Saturday changed up its lineup, it's because those boys hadn't played football for 15, yeah. 20, 25 years. It's a completely different game. And if you're in around the game and you, you have been as a pundit like Mace has for a while, you can keep up of it and you know it. But players that are on the tour now that are interacting with these players understand the mind frames of going into euro tour qualifiers on the friday or, or four days of pro tour action or, or, or something like that that's invaluable and we've lost a lot of players over the last couple of years that potentially could have made that next step matt edgar did a bit for sky over um the match play i think it was or was it the premier league one of the two but he premier league. Premier looks league. like he might be one of the next off the off the rank to be honest as a player with experience. We're seeing Devon move into comms as well. But you yeah, look no, at the new I breed agree. of football pundits, you like of Micah Richards. He was never getting a job five, ten years ago. But it's refreshing to have somebody that's been in that dressing room recently that understands modern football, if you like, and has a far more relaxed attitude to it. TV and broadcasting and, and media and entertainment is changing. Yeah, and, and like you say, people like I'm going to use the comparison here, and this isn't against the two, but Mace for ITV is still current, as in he keeps up with everything from the Dev Tour, the Challenge Tour, the Pro Tour. And without being disrespectful, John Park doesn't. And you can tell that when he commentates for Sky. Yes, he's very good at the TV stuff, but under the TV stuff, he doesn't know it. And that shows in his broadcasting. And it's, it's just a different level if you're in and around that environment, that atmosphere very recently, or, or even not just, just following the game. And Webby and Nico and, and the like of that are still very much involved in the game. they still got close friends playing in the game. You look at the relationship Webby has with um, Johnny Clayton. 
all right, a little bit annoying that every time he's on comms, everything is about Johnny. But at the same time, it's interesting to know that perspective. Yeah, no, completely. Um, and like with the boxing, it will be interesting if in a few years that the darts does move broadcaster and they freshen up the broadcast team like they have in the boxing. Could be a few that might be a little bit worried. Time will tell. I'm available. Completely. <laughs> Don't tell my new Also, some, some good news today, especially for all our Dutch friends in the chat room. Tickets for the World Series have gone on sale and by all accounts sold very, very well. It's a really good arena as well. That um, AFAS Live arena is really nice over in Holland. Um, so good news that ticket sales there seem to be on the way back as well in terms of sport and everything like that. Yeah, we had we had those, we had those and the uh, the slam that one today. So good to see the two events go on. For the four thousand pound ticket, yeah, yeah. Bless him. What was it then? Four thousand three hundred thirty-one. That Thursday night must be good. Yeah, that's a must be good. That's fight camp tickets. They are, but no, great, great news, especially for the for the. Um, for the World Series finals in Holland, the tickets are say, selling well, which is good. Um, just jump back into the chat room quickly. Um, and he says, I think Darts will move to the zone with Eddie Hearn. That's what a lot of people are saying that you don't know, but they do have the broadcast rights for Germany and America. So. We time we time will tell. Place makes uh, it easier to manage. Yeah, it will be good. Remember, right, everyone. Chat room is open. Fire away. Let's go. Get your questions in. And the first one that there says, guys, what do you think of Adam Smith? I think he's good at boxing, but unsure on darts. Um. Look, Adam Smith has a, in my opinion, has a great commentary broadcasting voice. And I think with a little bit of time, he can learn to be a good darts commentator. At times, it's been brilliant. The way he tells the story, especially in that Premier League, I thought was really good. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I think he needs more time. The fact that he can count is a massive bonus. He's not the sharpest counter. He's not been around the sport forever. But it's very difficult for somebody to come into the sport completely that just doesn't understand the roots around the board. He's getting there. I think he's building up good rapports with the Sky team that he's commentating with. Um, he's not the finished article yet, but I'm not being funny. The people we're comparing him to at the minute, Rod Studd in particular, because that's basically who he's filling in for at the minute. You're not just going to replace Rod overnight. The man's a genius. Yeah. No, agreed. But yeah, no, I like him. I'm scrolling way back in the chat room because there was a question earlier on that I said I was going to answer and what we were going to talk about. Right, where was it? 
By the way, give yourselves a round of applause, everyone. Chat room, absolutely on fire today. While you're looking for it and while we're talking about commentators, there was another one a minute ago, and it was, if you could have a commentator from another sport commentate on darts, who would it be? Which led into the Adam Smith comment. So, I wouldn't have one. They'd have to come as a double. But I love Clive Tilsley and Alan Matoist. No, Clive Tilsley and Alan Matoist on the Euros I thought was outstanding. And I'd love to see them. Probably not over a long format, but definitely to give it a go. Um, not, no, not Tarrado and Neville. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> not on Tom's anyway. Uh, who would I have? Who would I have? Who would I have? I had one. I'd have Bumble from the cricket. Good shout. I think Very he'd be shout. absolutely min. He, he's just got the tone for it. He gets the excitement because he does the T20 and all of that sort of stuff. He could nip up and down. Um, and he'd just call everybody big lad, wouldn't he? Because that's what he used to do with the North Bands <laughs> cricket team. <laughs> big lad or Yorkie. <laughs> is, it, is it wrong? No, everybody have, from Lancashire. Can I have Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler? No. That's not a sport. <laughs> um, I can't find the question, but it was about streaming for the Challenge Tour. The, the Challenge Tour just gone. We looked at it, but those days are ridiculous. But we are going to do something for the final Challenge Tour. I warn you now, we're not going to stream all day because it's like half nine in the morning until seven, eight at night. We just, I can't ask everyone to do that. But we will do something for the last block of challenge tours because of everything involved with tour cards and world championship spots. However, we are going to be streaming the ladies series coming up in Niedenhausen and the other two boys. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, you've dropped it on us today and we haven't looked at the calendar yet. But yeah, we will as a group be streaming that one. Yeah, he's dropped, dropped us on it with the first one being all the Spantology weekend as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, to be fair, Boise, I'll, I'll, I'll say I dropped it on you, Gov. I'm not having this because you knew this was coming. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. We didn't have discussions, but the, the way it was presented to the team. Just took me back a bit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, yeah, we are going to do the, the ladies' series. Um, can't wait for that showcase, the ladies' game. Oh, someone just said, Steve McManaman, wash your mouth out. I think they're taking the mick. I hope so. They're talking about replacing Johnny Mac now. Who would you replace as the MC? Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer's done with what he does as it is, I think. He costs a fortune. There's no way he's coming over to Coventry. <laughs> I, I don't... To be fair, replacing Johnny Mack is going to be tough because he is synonymous with just darts. Obviously, boxing mm-hmm. have different ringing out or different um, M- master ceremonies for different companies. So it's not all the same. But... Johnny Mac is is darts. Ooh. Who is the New Day's own fella? 
what for the boxing? Yeah. He he did the matchroom stuff on Sky. David Diamante. That's it. They just done. Him, Eddie just took him. Yeah, he'd be all right. I don't think. I'm trying to think who else is about. Little Richard, maybe. But I think him and Johnny is similar age, without being disrespectful. I don't know off the top of my head. We're really bad. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, help you on that now, just just to make myself feel better. I'll tell you what, G, G Adventures are nailed it. He wants me to do some comms. Well, go on then. Um, oh, no. Oh, that's, to, to, to be fair, Lendl's just hit it here. Roy Keane, yes. And for anyone that hasn't watched it, no. it's, it's on YouTube. That 50 questions with Gary Neville is absolutely genius. But another so, one, PB. Did anyone on the punditry? Don't let him on the toms. Well, you know, we should have him in punditry. Just for 30 seconds after each match, that'll be enough. <laughs> Can you imagine up, up on the balcony at the Winter Gardens, you've got poor Emma stood between Wayne and Roy Keane. After Derwin Price has just done that dance. And we thought Dob on Twitter was bad. <laughs> Suddenly, I want Roy Keane there. <laughs> First time you've ever said that. Yeah. Let, let's not talk about the MCs either, because there may be 18 years difference between the blokes. Yeah. Um, well, when we say we're doing the ladies series, we're going to do our watch along um, live stream like we do on the Pro Tour. Um, and the one in Germany isn't streamed on PDC TV. The other two in the UK are, but they can't get all the streaming equipment and everything out and back and, and everything in time. So Needenhausen one, there will not be a streaming board, but in the UK there will be. Evening Murph. Uh, Murph Evening makes a very Murph. good point. Dan Dawson stood in for Johnny Mac at the world, did a great job. I agree. I was there that night and we actually spoke to Dan. I think Barzi, that was was that the Fallon night, was it? We met that day. I'm sure we did in the concourse bit. Possibly. But we spoke to Dan and a few others that day, and I know how nervous Dan was about doing it, but he absolutely smashed it. However, Dan was good, but Dan's good at juggling, but even he can't juggle everything. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he was very, very good. Um, who wins the um, you the Europe Dev Tour and the UK Dev Tour? Good questions. Let me have a look at the rankings first. To see, there isn't any ranking yet, is there? No, I mean like last year's and stuff like that. I can't even. I don't even know who's eligible anymore. Development tour 2020. Meekle think he's too old. Keen Barry finished second. Good chance. Damian Moll looked very good last year, to be fair. Kevin yeah. Dowitz, I'm not sure if he's too old, but he's just signed with Target today. Target. Yeah. Callan, Callan and Martin Shidler must be too old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, well, it depends which one he plays in. Because hmm. Keen Barry's probably eligible for both. 
but I would fancy I would fancy Keane. Dom Taylor had a really good year last year. And actually, I'm not sure when his birthday is, but I've heard a discussion that Leighton Bennett is going to Q school in January, which means he's old enough for the development tour at some point this year. Um, no, yeah, no, he's not. He's, but I'm sure his birthday is the New Year's Eve. So it'll be done and oh, dusted. So he misses out on it this year. But yeah. yeah he, he literally just qualifies in time for Q school this year. Um, yeah. Again, there's an interview with Gary Plummer on our YouTube channel that confirms that 100% he's going. Um, Gaulas has a good chance. Unfortunately. Nico Kerr. Yeah. Gert Nenchez. Uh, Adam Gaulas oh, is a yeah. fabulous player. He's just hard watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Nico. Yeah, Nico I'd like I'd love to see Nico do well, but the problem with that is is his job dictates a lot of the time. Because he's obviously got a very, very decent job in Germany, which comes first for him, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the old geezer that used to do it before Johnny Mac? Um, I think the one you're on about is it, um, Phil Jones. Had quite a gravelly voice. Possibly. Very, very good. Phil, Phil was one of the one of the stalwarts of the PDC at the Circus Tavern. What else have we got here? <laughs> uh, look, we, we, we always say we'll answer anything. Jamie, who would play MBG in a movie? Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> um, good question. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else is bold now. The rock's bloody everywhere, so wouldn't put it past him. I felt yeah. I felt like I was in your I felt like I was in your mind for about ten seconds, Dob, because I went exactly the same place. Just <laughs> <thinking of> <laughs> I even when I saw that jungle cruise last weekend. <laughs> I mean it was better than Space Jam 2 the weekend before. Jesus Christ, that's a bad movie. Um <laughs> uh... He said, well, all we've got one here is Adrian Lewis, discuss. Um, I've seen enough signs in recent Super Series to say he's heading back in the right direction would be my take on Adrian Lewis. Work to do, but I think he's stopped the slide and is now looking back up again instead of Dan. Yeah. He has to get into TV events. He has to start picking up the easy money that you add onto your rankings just by being there and then freeing up his arm by getting to a round or two and going from there. Because once you start picking that up, um, you're laughing. But as long as he's constantly yeah. chasing getting to them TV events, it's an issue and not be funny. It's It's been a long time since Adrian Lewis was playing darts for his dinner. He's been pretty comfortable yeah. for a long, long time. And, that's eventually 
going to get to a point where you're picking up cash again. Yeah. Um, what's the nicest trophy awarded by the PDC? Nicest trophy. Question. Um, Some of the World Series ones aren't bad, you know. I'm going to stick with tradition, the world match play. Yeah. What? You said Waddell's nicer than the world match play. No, it's not. I don't think it is. No. I don't think it is well. The old world championship one with the glass globe, that was sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. I'm, I'm not keen on the new Sid Waddell trophy. Poor Sid. Champions um, League title belt. Yeah, good shout. In yeah, oh, Gary, Paddy Power Green. Paddy Power Green. That's a great shout. Yeah. However, if you, if you however if you win a belt, you need to know how to hold the belt, belt as we've seen in the mad event. Not everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Lovely lad, Jared. Didn't watch uh, enough WWE as a ten-year-old. Someone says, "Where is Martin Adams?" And uh, he'll be back on the live league in the next couple of weeks. Um, someone also said, is Fallon playing in phase four? The answer to that is no, because she's unavailable for Champions Week. So she went, there's not much point in me going in it and taking up a spot if I qualify. <laughs> oh, Philip. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, Crystal Grand Prix trophy. Yeah, that's nice. To be fair, mm. don't mind that one. Uh, what else have we got here? Someone asked about have they picked? Can't remember the exact question, but the World Series final. Do we know the lineup yet? No. No. It's the one and only World Series, the World Series final. Have they agreed to that? It's just the event this year. No, there's the World, Series, World Series in Copenhagen and, and the then the World, World Series final. And the World Series final in Holland. Ah. Oh, it's mine. It's named after me. What an event. Good. Cool. Well, what else have we got here? Remember, keep them coming, guys, in the chat room. You guys absolutely smashing it so far. Uh, Missing some as well. Uh, Richard Ashton and John McDonald are 18 years apart, Gob. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've already Googled that, and I hope we'd move on. Sorry. Oh. Uh, Phil, please snip and send. Please snip and send. (laughs) Looks his face. (laughs) <laughs> Let's not. Don't worry, we'll, we'll clip it. Um, Admittedly, because I thought Johnny was a lot younger, not because I thought Richard was a lot older. <laughs> um, guys, who would win a mini tournament between you three? Uh, God would win. And I'm playing crap. 
Yeah, no, I'll be. I tell you what, Barney. I've been throwing the Gary I'll Anderson phase twos the last week with a completely new grip. <laughs> Terrible, still, but you know. <laughs> My Peter Wrights have been sent off to be accessorised. Accessorised. Yeah. Oh, You're still talking about darts, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I thought he was on about his vajazzle or something then, but he's clearly sent him to Mr. Whitlock. <laughs> we don't get free dartboards here at Online Darts, but apparently Phil's got money to burn. He's just going to destroy them in his own home. <laughs> uh, I didn't say I was getting those points. He does, he does make other ones. Hmm. <laughs> Um, Craig says, what's the best nine data you guys have seen live? Oh, live, easy. 2011, Adrian Lewis in the world final. For me. I've only ever seen one. I've only ever seen one live, which was cheesy at the slam in 15, 14, 15. I'd have put, I'd have put money on it not going in as well, just, just snatching all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've only ever seen one live, and I don't think it was a professional game. And I marked it. That That's even better. So uh, I went to an exhibition with Kyle Anderson. First time I'd ever been aware of him. It was near Burnley somewhere. Um, we went up there. They had a finals night. He played eight games against everybody that had made the finals. And then at the end of the night, the landlord had put it all together, paid for it out of his own pocket from the local darts league, whatever. And they, everybody insisted that the landlord give him a game. Best of three. So I'm marking it. 1-0 up, literally the last leg of the night, Kyle throws a 9 dart, and the entire place goes absolutely mental. Never seen, literally nice. the last leg of the night played, fires in a 9 dart in this lovely little pub. Um, I can't remember where it was. It, it's on YouTube somewhere, to be honest, um, from under his previous management company, if anybody remembers that drama. Um, but yeah, um, I marked it, and it was fantastic. Which one did you see live, Boise? Uh, cheesy against, I want to say Peter Wright in 2015 at the Slam, the Civic. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night it was, last time of the night as well. Uh, but yeah, cheesy the only one I've seen. Um, similar though, I was in a pub when one was it. But I was at the bar down the round in, so I missed it. And Super. I was Super. absolutely fuming. Teresa. Does make a good point. Gary's one against Joe Carlin in Blackpool was still the best one, but she's witnessed. That was decent, to be fair. The, the one I wish I was there for would have been uh, Win Stanley's to see where he ended up. So I'm sure he's still running. Uh, he, was like, he, he was off that mobile hill. <laughs> he ended up at the top of it. Yeah, he was. He, he was off. He was. He was down by the ice rink. Yeah, if there's one I wish I'd have witnessed, which is a different question, but it'd definitely been that one. See where it just yeah. want to see what, what the end was. What else have we got? Um, let Total says, Phil, how many towels do you own? Oh, a few, but that's just me. That's me swimming towel because it just gets stinks of chlorine in that all the time. Ooh, good question. Will we see two players hit a nine data in a match? Or again, I guess you mean the same match in 2021? 
don't think so. No. The fact that it's happened once before is ridiculous. The fact we've seen MVG do it in the same match. The fact we saw Taylor do it. And the fact we saw Thornton and Wade do it. I'm just not sure we're going to see it again. I, I think Especially we will. not on TV. I, no, I think we will. I just don't think we'll see it yet. I don't think we'll see it yet. But I do think we'll see it then. The standard of the play... Yeah, it's difficult at the moment, unless there's the, there's that used to letting fans back in the into uh, arenas. I do think we'll see it then, especially when we get to sort of any London format play, um, and the standard that's there then. But not this year, I don't think. I'd be very surprised anyway. I think there, yeah. then, there's going to be a little bit of a bedding in period for players to get used to playing in front of capacity crowds and noise again. Yeah, And for some players, it really will help their game. We look at the likes of Nathan Aspel, who absolutely loves being in front of the crowd. But I think there's quite a few players that will take some getting used to that and the performances might struggle a little bit because of that, especially if you get one of those legs where the double just does not go because you all know how much the crowd absolutely love that. Yeah. Uh, Richie Headay said, I'm going to do it in my next game. Watch this space. Love that, lad. Love that. Um, Jamie says favourite YouTube channel after uh, obviously ours is top our favourite one after that Arsenal fans TV is hilarious yeah look even though I'm a Spurs fan I genuinely love watching Arsenal fan TV when they lose not even going to hide the fact that it has been absolute tears nah, they, they felt, they've fallen off for me a couple of years ago maybe when it was sort of a new thing but you just know what you're getting from them nowadays they need to freshen it up a little bit um I watch quite a bit on YouTube, to be honest. I spent a lot of time watching some Ben Foster stuff today. His uh, GoPro in a goal is fantastic. He's just started a podcast as well. Um, I watch your Sidemen lads. They, what they do for the British YouTube scene is ridiculously good. Um, chuck a few others in there. A couple of golfers actually started playing golf um, because of watching. I got into it with a couple of friends, but started watching uh, Peter Finch and Rick Shields as well. Mr. One Million himself. Um, quite a a varied little selection for me. Yeah, I quite like Tubes' golf channel as well. Big fan of Tubes. Yep. Tubes and Ange. Yeah, and the yeah, four yeah. Golf. yeah. Uh, Tell a lot of stories really nice on there. Pretty entertaining. Yeah, I've been lucky, lucky that I worked with Tubes on a couple of little bits and bobs with Tiz um, mm-hmm. when we were working for another company and um, really top guy. So, yeah. yeah, big big fan of that. He's one of them that is getting around and helping other channels as well, like, um, I forgot his name, the big lad from, from Arsenal Fan TV. Um, you've got likes of Jack, mate, as well, and his Happy Hour podcast, some of his original content. There's a lot of YouTube community that just get around and, and help each other out, and Tubes is not afraid to tell his story, and he has been no. through a lot of stuff as the man, um, but he has yeah. had that number of channels, so yeah. Yeah, big, big, big respect for Tubes, top, top lad. Um, right, where else were we? Again, keep them coming, guys. Uh, thanks. So I'd be interested to see how many players that have played in the live league this year will get a tour card next year. It seems to help, yeah, absolutely. Look, we saw that last year with David Evans, Keen Barry, um, Richie Edhouse all going on to do great things after playing from the, the live league part one. So no, that um, Stuart wants to know what's your handicap, Gob. I don't play F one. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a member, so I don't play 
regularly enough. The last time I played golf, it snowed actually, and we gave up after six holes. Um, <laughs> hopefully, getting out for well, I was going to get out for bank holiday weekend, but Barzi just informed me I'm working all weekend, so uh, you never know. We'll see what I can get out for the week after, maybe. To be fair, we'll, we'll, we'll do an, um, an online dart top golf because that, that's my limit when in golf. Because yeah, when I it, down south, there's literally three in the country and they're miles away from me. Are they not a northern thing, top golf? No, there's one at Trafford, I think, maybe. And then it's like Southampton and Milton Keynes. There's literally only three. What there's one at Watford. That's the one. That might that's it's that instead of Milton Keynes. Um one or two courses, but that's massive in other parts of the world as well. Oh, interesting. Right. My, my internet dropped them for a minute, but it's back up and running now. My apologies. We'll let you off. But it should be back up and running. Sorry for anyone that dropped off temporarily. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Double Bluff is in. How are you doing, mate? Hope you are good. Um, I'm in Stockport. There's one at the Trafford Centre. Yeah. Uh, Liam, how you doing, mate? As always, he said, which one of the 80s world champions champions goes further in the world seniors? Della, Anderson or Lowe? Oof. Good question. Great Very question. good question. Keith, Keith Della is one that has been visibly putting in the practice new sponsorship deal we've seen a few videos of him on twitter not sure how much the other two are playing um that being said oh, i was about to say john lowen and jonathan just told me he's 76 now so maybe not i'm gonna have to go della aren't we we're gonna have to go della i'm going della i i put him in order della anderson low I'm going Anderson Delalo. Yeah, look, Bob, Bob Anderson will be Anderson will be practicing at home, no question at all, because yeah. he's like that. So it's just a case of how much. Um, because mm. before COVID, he was still playing Super League and everything like that as well. Up around the Cleveland area. Being I'm, I'm, I know we say this pretty much every week the seniors comes up, but I am so so ready for this <laughs> tournament. I absolutely cannot wait. Oh, completely. Yeah. My, my holiday uh, allocation for work doesn't end until December and I'm already trying to get it off for next year. Miles ahead. Um, Jonathan says, Kevin Vaness is in with a chance. Yeah, look, if Kevin Vaness comes through that qualifier, he's a danger. I think. Yeah. Definitely. From what we've seen recently yeah. on the uh, live lead, definitely. Yeah, com completely. Um, Jonathan also says, which tournament are you most excited about at the end of the year, apart from the Worlds? Oh, good question. World Cup. Grand Prix. Actually, Grand Slam. I've, I've, I've lost... lost the, the only thing for me in the World Cup, though, is just the, what we talked about a lot is the just the doubles being over after round one. Yeah. 
Well, the, potentially so, over. It's not necessarily over, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, so, for me, it's, it's Grand Prix. Grand Slam, I think there needs to be changes to that tournament, uh, as we've spoke about before. Players' championships in regards to build-up are mine end. But, because I'm not going there this year, but I am down to Grand Prix. I'm going to say Grand Prix for me. There we go. I, I, I knew we. I knew we'd all go different on on that one. What was uh, your team? Uh, I'm I'm going the Grand Slam. I, I like the, the little group formats and that. And look, the Players Championships. Yeah. I agree is a good one because it's the last chance before the Worlds. I just like the venue. Three days in Vienna, <laughs> didn't it? Where everything's premier, but the price, courtesy of. Monsieur Lenny Henry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Back in Barnsley. Yeah, look, it's it's an interesting dynamic the end of the year because it's judging that prep and getting everything right heading towards the big one. And I'm guessing we can say it already. Alexandra Palace is on the horizon. We can see it there, just just clipping the horizon there, can't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's what we were talking about earlier about like the World Cup and stuff. Is people are already planning their calendar between now and the end of the year, and um, with all eyes on uh, the world. So yeah, definitely in people's minds already about planning uh, what's to come up over the next four four and a half months, four months. Uh, yeah. To be fair, that is if it's at Ali Pali, because if, if Eddie gets his way, it might be in his back garden. Oh, yes, I'll tell you what. The world championship. I'm on board with that. <laughs> world camp. In the pissing I'm rain and freezing cold where nobody can feel their hand. Please, what could possibly I'm go wrong with walkouts down the ramp from the shed? As long as I don't have to walk up that hill. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm all for it. Let's yeah. there. I'm, on. It I'm, on. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's Butlin's not Premier League. Not for us. Not for us, mate, because it's cheaper for us to stay at the Premier League and walk on site with our media passes. And it means we get yeah. to walk past McDonald's and Morrison's on the way. Breakfast and snacks. Literally. It's better than tips, trying to get a pasty got... like Jar does, who then walks 10 yards between the doors and a Seagull just snatches it out of his hand. Yeah, literally, I've already booked it, so I don't mind. But the Premier Inn is like dirt cheap at the moment. I think it was like 29 quid a night at mine head. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. Next week as well. Yeah, absolutely. Still. Um, but a lot, a lot of love <laughs> for the fight camp right here in the chat room. Mate is loving it. <laughs> Well, great, well great, the last time we saw darts outside was Dubai, wasn't it? And it Maybe. produced one of great. the greatest games ever. I've got to address this. There's certain tournaments we can do it with, but not the World Match Play. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. none of that. No, sorry. <laughs> Match Play is where it is. Forever. <laughs> oh, the werewolf is in the chat room as well. Niall, hope you are good, mate. Stuart thinking we'd have a chalet. Not quite, mate. Not unless we get to answer Craig's question saying, are we going to do online darts merchandise for the viewers to purchase, lads? Um, 
yes, we've been promising this for a while. It's, it's not ready to go just yet, but a cheeky update to everybody listening. Conversations have gone very, very well. Um, we'll be competitively priced compared to other people that do similar to what we do. £5 cheaper for the likes of a hoodie. That's what we give to you guys and should hopefully be on site within the next couple of weeks, Philip. Yeah, the, the, the online shop, fingers crossed, within the next couple of weeks, will be on the website. So, like I said, bear with us. We've been saying that for a while, but talks have gone really, really well. Uh, just testing out a few back-end things, everything like that. So, fingers crossed, within the next two weeks, it should be up and running. And we nominate Leeds Modelum. you just got to have a shave first. Yeah, God, God was rather excited when I mentioned when I told him at the weekend that it was all yes. good. Um, to start with, only about four four items, but over the next we'll couple of months, we will be adding to that. Yeah. Hopefully um, some special T-shirts. We're going for that one as well. We will get in there. We're talking to the right people, aren't we, Philip? Yes, we are. Um <laughs> Uh, May says, hope you've got a nice colourful one for me. Yeah, well, well, don't worry about that, mate. There's going to be a choice of colours for the hoodies and that as well. Um, yes. So we are we are starting off basically, though, guys. We just want to we want to keep the prices as competitive and, and reasonable for you guys as possible. Um, just just get out there, start seeing what does well, what you guys like, what you guys. Don't like, and then as the year goes on, after Christmas, after the awards, we'll start trying to get potentially a little bit more expansive. But early days, polo shirts, t-shirt, hoodie are on the way with some... Basically, you just get to see this on your chest. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, it's going to be good. Can't wait. Um, And also, we are going to do a very, very limited edition... World Championship online darts shirt. And when I say limited, they are only going to be X amount made and each one will have its own unique number incorporated into the design. So literally, once they are gone, gone. But we're just working on the the design, everything like that. So Mm -hmm. going to be absolutely amazing. Right, there was a couple of questions in there. And we've already, one more teaser. We've already started practicing and getting things ready for our Christmas video. Have we not, Phil Bard? Correct, we have. And, and all I'm saying is we have picked the template and the template has a very unique, memorable line in it. I've got this. I've by, got this. By the way, if, if we pull this bit of content off, boys... This is legendary. Look, it's going to be an absolute, not nightmare, but look, I'm not going to lie, guys. This is tough what we're trying to do here. But if it works, oh, my days. Absolutely brilliant. Um, So, yeah, going back to the chat room from Stuart said, the Dubai Masters, what a final. Uh, Unreal. Yeah, look, that's one of the best games of all time. MVG, Gary Anderson, both averaging 111. Carry on, guys. The first yeah. time um, Gary threw the bloody darts that I hate, and he's never got rid of them yeah. since. <laughs> he just disappeared and nipped in and out. Yeah. 
Uh, Missy says, Talisville, all I'm saying, it is related to the time of year it's coming out. That's your clue. I'll tell you now, I've done a five-second preview, and it is unbelievable. <laughs> it's good, though, isn't it, Lee? It is good. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that's the right word. I'm trying to think of what the right word is. <laughs> you wait, mate. You wait. You wait. But by the way, the funniest bit is going to be the bits that we haven't got already is getting people to do those bits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm dreading to see my slot already. I'm not going to lie. I think we just go all out and just get people to do those bits for the entire template. I know we're discussing our content plans online and trying not to give it away. <laughs> but I think we just yeah. go all out. Because trying to join in individual bits instead of blocks, I, I think that's the way to do it. We just literally get to go all out. Big Vincent, belting it out. <laughs> Brilliant. Right then, guys, last couple because you guys have been absolutely immense today. So, um, last couple of questions from you before we go. Uh, Niall says, I may update the new dark shirts, Phil. Yes, do it, mate. Um, sleeveless hoodies, question mark. Uh, we'll look into that one, mate, for you. We'll have or a look. you could just buy a big one and chop them off. <laughs> Send it to um, me first, and I'll get the scissors out. Uh, Jonathan says something to do with Jar and RVB. Lee's predictions: God loving Wadey and PB wanting Smith in the PL. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. See, look. The werewolf knows he's on board. There we go. What have we started? <laughs> I've just had a brilliant idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna WhatsApp you too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be absolutely I'm not even, I'm not even trying to spell it right, but Jesus. How mint would that be? Yeah. But anyway, going back to Jonathan's thing, you're, you're, you're truly right that Smith should be in the Premier League. Oh, God, don't start him off again. <laughs> That's the point. Now that we're officially in the back half of the year, can we mention... The Premier League, yeah. Or is it too early? Oh, yeah, because it's stopped us for the last three months, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we started talking about next year's lineup the night before this year because James Wade got in early. Don't give me, can we start talking about it now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, you guys have been absolutely. Unbelievable today. Um, absolutely superb numbers through the roof and absolutely smashed it in the chat room like always. Um, Jonathan says, Price 
Clayton Wright, the sales at the MVG, only ones confirmed so far. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but we will be back next week as always. Remember, Monday night is the time that the live land happens. No ifs, no buts. That's when we stream live here at Online Darts. Um, the show will be available for a pod. Hopefully by Wednesday, we'll get it top tailed and put out for you as a pod. So an audio cash up so that you can all catch it along. A few more interviews coming along this week as well. Remember, make sure you check out Mark Webster that is on the YouTube channel now. Gentlemen, absolutely superb. I've been Phil Bars as always, been joined by Jack Gobby Garwood and Lee Boyce. Gentlemen, what a show. We have been Online Darts and we will see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.